Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Let's Talk About from Style Canada. And let me tell you, we're talking. Let's face it, we talk a lot. We talk about things we love, hot topics, and anything in between. But what about the things we don't talk about? What about the things we want to know but don't know how to ask? Don't worry, we've got you covered. Let's expand our horizons. Let's talk about it. Hi, everyone, and welcome. This week, let's talk about Groom with founder Julian Blanchard. We are doing this series on the podcast with brands that are included in our pop-up that's happening this summer at 233 King Street in Niagara on the Lake. Groom is just one of those brands. So we're so excited to have you here with us today, Julian. Thanks for having me. So I'm really excited to talk to you because I love talking to the founders behind all of these brands because I feel like so often you know, when we're seeing a product in the shop, like we are at the pop-up, I'm sharing some of the brand stories or whoever's in the store is sharing some of the brand stories. But I feel like these podcasts and these kind of features that we're doing on site, let everyone go a little deeper into knowing the story behind the brand. And I know myself as a consumer, I'm interested now in the story behind the brand, right? Like you want to know who is the person that's making this product for me? What's their story? So why don't we start there? What's your story? <laughs> My story, uh, it's, an, it's an interesting one, uh, not because I'm an overly interesting person, but because it's kind of like things unfolded in, in ways that were not planned at all, but somehow they like pieces seem to be fitting and uh, I feel like I'm in the right place. So first of all, like nothing predestined me to, to be the founder of a men's care brand. Um, so I, uh, I grew up in a small town in, uh, in Quebec and I eventually, after some years of backpacking in, uh, in Europe, I did some um, literature studies in Montreal uh, and then Montreal became home. And well, literature is not really this sort of field of study that gives you a job right away once you have your, your degree. So I kind of worked a little bit in food industry, food and beverages industry. Um, and that was all very fun. And just for the sake of it, I decided to grow a mustache, you know, these, these curly <laughs> handlebar mustaches. Yeah. Um, and, and I have to say, beware of any mustache you might decide to grow. Uh, because it could change your life. It has dramatically <laughs> changed mine. <laughs> that will be the title a of simple, my biography. Yeah, a simple like week or two not shaving has really brought you in a whole t- new trajectory then. <laughs> with that yeah, mustache. exactly. I, yeah. I used to be the guy who didn't care so much about anything self-care. Uh, but the moment I grew a mustache out, I was like, okay, so I will look very stupid if I don't style it. So let's find some some 
okay, it's mustache wax that I have to use. So let's find some. And uh, I'll need to be clean shaven on the rest of my face. Otherwise I'll just look scruffy. So it's, I mean, some people will sport it well with a scruffy face, but for me, it just didn't work. So I got into wet shaving. So there were already here two things that I got into. And that was right before the, the beard trend came around, like the new, the revival of the barbershop and everything. So mustache wax was not a thing to be found um, anywhere. Easily. So, okay. Yep. So I had to shop online, especially in the US. And that was even at a time where shopping online wasn't that much of a craze either. It was about 10 years ago. I was going to um, say, what year was it? Okay. So we're talking like 2012 kind of thing, 2010. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and the mustache uh, got me working in a place like one of those first uh, speakeasy uh, bars as well, where I was surrounded by other mustachioed and bearded guys that were before the trend. Um, I was just going to so- say, I could see, I could vision, envision that in that setting. And you're right. Like that was very much like you, you'd have to work at a speakeasy. You'd have, it'd be like, a, you'd be making cool cocktails. And yep. now there's very much, there's, that did become a bigger trend. I never thought of it that way. Like it, it kind of started there, right? Like that was, yeah, yeah it really did. Okay. Uh, all these, uh, yeah, the old side cocktails and that look, that specific yeah. edgy old school Gatsby look, uh, it was all so ubiquitous at the time. Like it was like the definition of cool at the time. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and make that makes me think. I'll uh, I do have pictures of my of uh, of myself in that role of the cool bartender. So I will send some. Send that some to good us. Ones. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That'd be perfect. I love that. So as I was shopping for uh, for mustache waxes, I uh, I like every one new one I would be getting wasn't quite as I wished it to be. One was too soft. The other one was too sticky. So with a couple friends um, that I'd met at the bar, um, we started playing around with. Um, with making our own because you look at the ingredients and you're like, Hey, I could get that anywhere. Let's just play with ratios and we'll have something. So yeah. And if you're all bartenders and mixologists, you're like used to kind of playing around with ingredients. Right. So this is, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We do that at night. Let's do that in the in the, in daytime with our in our kitchen. And um, so that was the mustache wax part that started it. Also, our our nichest and and tiniest product is the one that's it's the seed that, on on which the rest of groom grew. So I always find that funny when I when I think about it. And while we were at it, we also did some some beard oil tests uh, because we could. We could see like people like our friends had beards, so let's let's try and, and make some. And we were friends with a, a guy who had a barbershop, um, okay. so revival of the other barbershop. And he was like, "Guys, I I'll be selling these products. So put a brand, put a logo on it, put a price tag, and let's let's do business." So very organic start then. Very much so. Very much yeah. so. And, so there was three of us at the start. Uh, none of us had any experience in in um, in care products or in business management. We had not uh, any funds to put into it to invest. We all had our other jobs, so that's how it started. Like we would just meet, cook some products, um, and then um, like have a drink, hang out, and sell the batch. And then when it's gone, we meet again and do do some more. But still, that's we beautiful. we had like that aesthetics we wanted to do things a, a way that would be proud so uh, we came up with a name that that felt good um and even when we were not taking ourselves seriously we were doing it in a serious way some like so we'd be proud of, of what we do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah because i mean 
it's one thing to just kind of play around, you know, for your, for yourself, but where was that moment where you're like, oh, this is an actual business now. Like this is, you know, what mm. was that, ter- what, what was there one thing? Was it a slow culmination of things or was there one thing that happened that you're like, oh, we got to take this seriously. Like let's, and, or did it happen slowly? It happened by steps. Like the first moment that we, um, uh, that, that first epiphany moment, when I think back on it, I was like, okay, that's, that was, that was cute. <laughs> <laughs> there were some bigger ones after that. But the first epiphany moment came rather quickly. So when we started selling our products, it was kind of like late October, early November. Okay. And just a f- like, uh, like a month after that, there were the Christmas markets. And we're like, hey, why don't we try it? Um, so it was your really like, like crafty, uh, grungy under uh, like church basement type of, of markets that okay, we, uh, yeah. that we went to called Puspop in, uh, in Montreal. And we, we sold out, we didn't make that many products to start with, but we sold out of our inventory twice during that, that three day event. So it was like, okay, so we have to do a little bit, like maybe we have something here. Yeah. Yeah. And I would imagine too, at that time, like, I feel like there's a lot, there's a lot of markets. There's a lot of pop-ups now. Was there that many at that time, like that many outlets to kind of sell your product in? And maybe there was more in Montreal, but I'm trying to think back 10 years, like it Mm -hmm. wasn't as, as abundant anyway, as it is now, right. When it comes to distribution. Yeah, I would say so. Um, I mean, just thinking, uh, about the fact that our first online shop was Etsy because Etsy was right. a really cool place where you would go shop for, for things. I mean, yeah. Etsy still exists and, and some people do really well on there, but it's, it's not like a major player in online shopping anymore, mm. but it was mm-hmm. back then because that's, mm-hmm. and that's where we felt like we, we should go to, to try it out in a decent yet accessible way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah but- and now there's met I mean many different ones right besides but yeah mm-hmm. you're right Etsy was kind of I guess like a leader in that aspect as well so you know this product is you know you you know this product is doing well would you say from the beginning that it sounds like you were intentional about how you wanted to brand it right like you mm-hmm. wanted it to be kind of cool and to fit with your kind of vibe what about what was going into the products? Like, cause there's, I would imagine, you know, the thought of, okay, how, what ingredients do we want to use? Do we want it to be like all made in locally? Do we want it to be sourced locally? Like what did that all happen naturally too? Or was there kind of a moment where you paused and like, okay, let's actually think about what components we want to go into this from a product perspective. Mm-hmm. So we there are a couple of things here from our, our value standpoint. Um, it was we were we were drawn to using natural ingredients, but also I'll have to be honest, uh, we didn't have much choice because we didn't know anything about like ingredients specific to uh, to men's grooming. So we had to keep it simple uh, because we were not chemists at all. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> like that, that more like elaborate product, like that depth of knowledge, um, came later on in the groom story. Now we have in-house chemists and, okay. and we really source like beautiful ingredients from natural origins, but that give you that edge in terms of efficiency. But back then it was like, okay, let's, let's go for something clean and, and locally made, but, yeah, I mean, there's... What's at the grocery... Is it literally like what's at the grocery store? Is that kind of the level um, of where you maybe, start? 
maybe more your your health foods or okay. your your health store. You know, like places okay. where you'll buy like you where you can buy shea butter and vegetable oils that are not food grade but cosmetic grade beeswax beads. So kind of okay. your your DIY um, okay um, self care product store. Got it. And you mentioned that there was sort of these you know, the market ended up feeling like a selling out of the market felt like a small milestone. What were some of the other milestones that you've hit along the way now? What 10, almost, I'm assuming like about 10 years into this business, right? Yeah. What were some um, of the other like milestones that hit that you were like, okay, this is big. This is big, like continuing to grow. What yeah. were some of those? Uh, one thing to mention is that because, because we were all involved in other jobs, like we were not we were very excited about the project, but we were not in the in the mind of guys. This needs to work. Like we'll we're we're pushing this. Like we're we're yeah. being bullish about this. So like things kind of happened. Like things found us for mm. for a little moment before we were in the where we're. Well, it's gonna sound pejorative, but it's not the way I mean it. But like caught in the cogs, and then okay, so now we have expenses, we have rents, so we need to. To, um, so that being said, uh, like the other milestone, I would say that um, having people reaching us more and more, and a lot of people from France, like barbershops oh, wow. uh, in France were okay. typing, you know, like Beardoin in French, and we were the only ones to, to turn up because the trend started in the US. So Canada was, um, was kind of in the second like in the front row of that yeah and europe was uh was kind of the third place where uh, the trend happened so we we had a little bit of um a lead way uh for uh for the french market so we had yeah we we would get emails or facebook messages of barbershops in france and and you're like okay like that's really cool yeah so cool and this was how did you find us yeah 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 amazing Facebook and technology of, of how that can happen right yeah yeah that. and another thing at some point we kind of felt like we would need to um to kind of do our um um what's the word you know when you kind of come out of the closet when you when you make your like your, a brand announce- statement like an announcement yeah yeah so we um uh, we got involved with a PR firm um okay. and they did our our like like our press launch so we okay. had organized and like an event in a bar in a gatsby kind of bar very um, cool very cool so you like you're coming out party basically yeah that's right you're coming that's out right. as a brand party yeah yeah very cool uh, so that and when did that happen then um that what year was that must have been uh, 2014 i think okay. that was in the fall of 2014 okay and then so 2014 you're growing 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 you now you still make the products in low in Montreal right but you have like you mentioned your on-site chemist what does the team look like now so on the lab side uh we have well the 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 chemist who does all the R&D but also supervises the the operations and takes care of but just just makes sure that for product making we have everything we need Uh, so we have the chemist and and like two or three people, depending on the season and depending on uh, who's available. Like, so we can mm-hmm. say a team of three in terms of production. Production, um, yeah. We have one person at uh, comms and marketing, um, mm-hmm. a couple of people at sales, and uh, myself who kind of runs around a little bit everywhere, throwing crazy ideas. And, um, <laughs> and, and hoping someone can help you action, 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So we're still did, a pretty small team. Small, I mean, but small, but mighty, I guess, right? And when did you leave your day job and start focusing on this full time? That was in, uh, in 2016. Okay. Yeah. So like within two years, it kind of grew to a level that it was needed, needed some full-time support. That's very cool. That's a pretty, that's like a pretty fast pace, right? To like, I mean, did it feel fast? I don't know. Oh yeah. Everything has been feeling like a whirlwind since, um, since day one. Um, so, so yeah, it, it has felt you know, when there's so many events, like you, you think back of what was happening last year and you're like, that was only last year. It feels like five years ago. And yeah, all, right. at the same time, it feels like last month. So yeah, yeah. yeah very, uh, very weird time. time. time well, and I think COVID event. messed up all of our time trajectory of things it too, sure right? Has. You're like, when did that happen? What was the timeline of that? But I always like asking that milestone questions because I think oftentimes as founders, like you kind of, forget everything that you because you're you're right it happened so quickly right and all the things are happening that you're like oh yeah that I'm you know that was what we were really proud about at that moment and this is what we were proud about at that moment and you you sometimes I know myself included in that you like forget the building blocks of getting to Mm -hmm. to where you are in that so it's always an interesting to kind of remind yourself of those things yeah wherever um Wherever you are, it's easy to to forget how many like blocks, how many layers of work you're standing right. uh, you're standing on. Like, right. And if I if I bring it back to groom, um, it's it might be something as simple as opening a bank account, finding yeah. an accountant. Because at some point, it's like, right. okay, we have money coming. Tax season is coming. Like, what we need to do <laughs> something. Like, okay, yeah. guys, let's find yeah. accountant. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. 
For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. What do we do for these things? So you mentioned, uh, you know, this all started with the trend of the, the mustache and, and now I would even say like the beard in general. What trends are you seeing when it comes to men's personal care? Anything that, you know, comes up to the forefront for the rest of the year even or in the coming years? Yeah, it's an interesting question. Um, things have been evolving very quickly in terms of men's care, starting from kind of non-existent. I was uh, going to say, yeah, because really, like before, you're, you're saying that you had a hard time finding like, you know, something for your mustache. Was there even besides maybe like Old Spice, <laughs> what was what were guys using for men's care? prior yeah, to that you, there wasn't much right no you had either your um your heirloom brands um you, you mentioned old spice that's one and you have like a few other ones like pro Razo could be one to be uh, to be named from italy you had your kind of even in, in terms of hairstyling like you didn't have that many like men specific like uh, products Lines, like i can, yeah. I can remember american crew was around and it was the kind of okay. first one to be like okay, you guys are focusing on men's hair. It's not just one product out of your, um, of your, of your salon line that might do for guys as well. Um, so it went from inexistent or, and there was the metrosexual thing, but that kind of felt like, like more like, um, like, like a niche market, the, not a mass kind of yeah, thing. It, it kind of felt like your fashionista um, yeah. niche. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. you're a guy, you're into like fashion, you're a metrosexual. So it wasn't mm -hmm. like directed at men's care. The mass, massive yeah. men's, yeah, yeah. And, and then with the beard trend, things like the, the uber male, that very, like that, that you know, like long and, and very dense beard and tattoos mm -hmm. and that tough look um, mm -hmm. became very, mm -hmm. very present um and then that kind of like that still exists like it went from trend to becoming a culture mm -hmm. um and now it's made beard okay so like it's okay yeah. to support a beard like you can be on tv as your as your job and like if your beard is looking nice no problem 10 years ago that was not the case minor exceptions uh to right. that. But, and okay and interesting now, um, what I'm, what I'm, I've been noticing, and I found that super interesting, is kind of the, like the the, the gender neutral uh, mm -hmm. that's, been, uh, that's been happening. Like we're, we're seeing nail polish. I don't know in, uh, uh, like in Niagara on the lake or uh, or Toronto, but but in Montreal, like it's it's really normal to see any guy. I could be wearing nail polish at the moment, and that would not be a statement about my my gender identity mm -hmm. at all. It would just be, hey, I've painted my nails today mm -hmm. well um, and I would I wonder too the other way because I mean us on on the female side of it like you could love the smell and many females do wear a product that might be more targeted to males in terms of a cologne or things like that mm -hmm. or do you notice that at all in any of your products maybe whether it's like the soap or like the the, the hair wash kind of thing like do you notice yep. that at all I'm imagining it's not necessarily a massive part of your segment but i i would think that there's someone that maybe likes more of a, a scent in that realm 
I would love to know what part of our uh, of our client base is female using products for for them because I know yeah. there is there is some. Uh, so of course there's going to be a strong bias here, but like my my girlfriend and my mom and and my sisters will use some of our products uh, mm -hmm. because yes the the scents are unisex. Uh, mm -hmm. And we um, we design it that way because we don't want to we want to be that inclusive brand uh, yeah. and, and like and that's you see that in our branding you see that in our comms and well you see that in our sense as well, of mm -hmm. course beard care products I'm not gonna like yeah that's a little more specific yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> but everything else uh, like our our deodorant stick uh, it really goes well on uh, on a woman my yeah my girlfriend's using all our face care products and she loves them and yeah I sell it on I smell it on her and and it's there's nothing shocking about that no um, no it's so. definitely you're right though I love that you bring it up as a trend because it's I think, you know, probably when you and I were growing up, there was definitely like a, these are for men's and these are for women's products, mm -hmm. if the men's products even existed. But now, you know, as we're, we're all like looking more at gender fluidity and things like that, the product, like as a product-based company, you probably can think of it more broadly, right? Than you could when I was like, in the nineties reading like young and modern magazines and all of those items were targeted to a young female. Like I'd imagine there is as a brand on your side, like a different thought of, okay, how we market this. And to your, you just kind of stated that, right? Like we, you're marketing it to anyone who wants to use it. It's not just necessarily for men, unless of course we're talking about maybe the beard and the mustache product line of things, but that mm -hmm. is a really big trend that I never really thought of when it came to personal care. Yeah, the the one thing, well, so if if I look at Groom, well, just with the logo and the name, it kind of feels more like men specific. Yeah. And yeah. I like I've debated that with myself for some time because I've been uh, I've been hearing the question since like maybe not day one, but day two. When when will you have a woman's line? I'm like, mm. okay, sure. I mean, that's thanks for saying that. It means you appreciate the products, and and I mean, they're they're, they're made to be exceptional. So of course you you like them. Um, but what I'm um, I, even if there's that that gender fluidity and that we've we've left that that uber masculine trend of some years ago. Uh, for a lot of men, a majority of men, uh, it will be more comfortable to to use. Um, and feel um, targeted. Like a masculinity or... of, well, that's interesting too, because to your point, personal care for men is fairly new, right? Mm -hmm. Like in the realm, men haven't been targeted in this market for all of time, right? Like women have, and we need mm -hmm. a moisturizer for like our elbow is different than our hand <laughs> is different than our face. So I, I guess I think I am get what you're saying in that it's like men still need to feel like this is their segment and their brand right now right. because they're not used to self-care in the way that women are whereas like when I mentioned women are kind of and you mentioned your girlfriend your mother etc they're exploring the men's side because we're so used to like having a different product for every different thing and we're kind of comfortable going the other way I guess maybe or trying yeah. something a little different because we are always being message to try something different anyway yeah i'll um so um uh, you, you might know of the the one-of-a-kind show in uh, yeah. in toronto uh, yeah. and it's a show we've been doing for a number of years and okay. um i um i 
I love testing the reaction of, of women to products because oftentimes it will be them buying a gift for, right. uh, for a man around them. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes they will be like, hey, that face moisturizer feels so nice. I'm getting, I'm getting it for myself. That mm-hmm. styling sea salt spray is wonderful in my hair. I'm getting that big bottle and that's going in my part of the, on my part of the shelf. Or the hand cream, like we just launched a hand cream and we've made it as, as good as we, as we could. And I would be having women testing it. Like guys are not going to try hand cream unless they have, you know, like specifically dry hands, but mm-hmm. um, like on a whim, like they will not think of something for them to do to try a hand cream, um, even if the jar is under the nose saying, hey, try this up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but women will do and be like oh this is great love the scent yeah, yeah. I'll get it for him and one for me too yeah. so it's something that I like kind of my secret mission here is to like like turn tables on guys stealing their girlfriend's beauty products to yeah. girls stealing their men's uh, yeah. beauty products yeah. because it's like it's so good and it smells nice and it's good for me too yeah, I think you're onto something. And I mean, you just convinced I bought it's funny when you say women are the ones like that. I've bought a few of your things for my boyfriend, my dad. And now I'm like, okay, well, why didn't I like, I'm going to try the soap for myself, you know, like twist it around a bit. So you converted one person. Yay. <laughs> <to that. laughs> it's a good so day. Check then. that awful list of things to do. <laughs> When is there, you mentioned um, the launch of the hand cream. Any other launches that we should look out for in 2022? From the oh, brand? yes. We're, uh, there's a product I'm really excited about that's coming up. We're still at the prototype stage, but uh, okay. if everything goes well, uh, it will be available this fall. Okay. Um, and it's going to be the face, face scrub, kind of your oh, cool. face exfoliant. So we, uh, yeah. we launched in the fall of 2021, uh, okay. like our two daily face care products. So your, your daily wash and, and moisturizer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we're going to like get a little bit. Sure. Into the, yep. Okay. So, very so cool. yeah, it's uh, very cool. It's something I've, I found really interesting and, you know, it feels like the logical step. I mean, guys started like learn that you can take care of yourself when they were sporting a beard yeah and they can see the benefits okay and like beard softer uh my girlfriend like likes the touch and the smell more yeah. i'm getting less itch less dandruff and yeah. maybe the beard is gone and sh- or shorter but like there's still the benefit of of doing the routine skincare. yeah yeah so so yeah skincare that goes for everyone yeah, it's interesting that you're right. I guess the entry point is like, was that beard mustache? And now now you can kind of grow with that. So lots of potential in the future for products. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah there's so much. I feel like today I learned so much about men's grooming and care and not just about your personal story. So I really appreciate you taking the time. Where can of everyone course. find out more about the brand? So we're quite active on our, of course, our social media and our, uh, and our websites. Uh, but if you care to hear more, uh, more about Groom's mission and, and what's coming up and, and such, uh, subscribing to our, to our newsletter or to our, our social media would be, would be a great place. Um, we're, we're active, but not in a bugging way. Uh, being based in Montreal, like, of course, we have to do everything in French as well. So uh, but we, we do uh, both French and English uh, in terms of, uh, of comms. And, uh, and yeah, look us up at your, at your local boutique self-care retailer. 
Yeah, awesome. And they can find us at, at the edit in Niagara of on the course. Lake. So great. Yeah. Well, thank you, Julian, so much for being here with us today. It was great to hear more about you and the brand. Thank you. And so much. I feel like I learned a lot too, actually. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, it was such a pleasure. Thank you so much for this opportunity. It was lovely meeting you and getting a chance yeah. to uh to uh to speak to your um uh to your listeners. Thank you for tuning into this conversation. We will have a brand new one on a brand new topic every Monday. If you were intrigued by anything in our conversation, we encourage you to talk about it. Tell a friend, post on social media, take action in your very own way. Subscribe to get the newest episode at your fingertips as soon as it drops. Until next time, check out Style Canada, a disruptor in the media for its community of inquisitive style seekers. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.